Welcome to the Road to Black Podcasts, brought to you by the BJJ Physio. The BJJ Physio helps optimize the training of jiu-jitsu athletes so they can dominate their next performance. How do they do this? They provide strength and conditioning, physical therapy, and heart rate-based conditioning through a completely remote and online management system. Meaning you can be anywhere in the world and take your BJJ performance to the next level. Contact Dr. Wesley Reed at info at thebjjphysio.online or follow him at the BJJ Physio on Instagram to find out more. Also brought to you by Roll Union Jiu-Jitsu. Visit rollunion.com and follow Roll Union on Instagram to shop the latest jiu-jitsu styles. Roll Union brings you the best fitting gis on the market, the most comfortable rash guards, and premium soft jiu-jitsu tees. Next time you're in the market for some new gear, check out RollUnion.com for the stylish and the savage. Lastly, we're brought to you by DownToRoll.com. DownToRoll.com was born out of the need for an innovative way to find BJJ training partners during the COVID-19 crisis. With gyms being shut down for many across the globe, you can register at DownToRoll.com and find small group training partners in your area. You can message partners directly from the map and interact with other like-minded players on the Down to Roll exclusive network. Go to downtoroll.com and start training again now. Thanks for supporting our sponsors, and we hope you enjoy this episode of the Road to Black podcast. What's up, Wes? What is going on, man? How you been? Good. Saw some beautiful pictures of you over the weekend. Yeah, me you personally. Are, uh, well, you, you you were in them. <laughs> oh man, it was amazing. I went up to Sedona, and that was like my it's my third trip up there in like two months. So I've just been hitting it up, just going every two or three weeks. And this time, I I took my son up there uh, s- Saturday, and it snowed. Uh, we we've went through Jerome. We've been to Jerome. Yeah. Yeah, we went through there and it was, that's when it started snowing. So it was, uh, it wasn't like we could walk around because it was snowing pretty good. Um, But we went to the uh, Haunted Hamburger restaurant there, which is, they had some good stuff there. Stopped in there, ate lunch, and then head on, head on up to Sedona. And, you know, it was snowing pretty good on the way up there Saturday afternoon. So yeah, it snowed all Saturday night. And so Sunday morning we went and hiked uh um Devil's Bridge trail mm-hmm. and uh it was amazing, man. It was it was an amazing morning. I I mean it's always beautiful up there, but that having snow and it was just like the perfect amount, you know, just like a couple inches on everything, just snow covered, like dust, you know, yeah, dusted like in most places. Mm-hmm. It was really pretty. So um yeah, it was amazing. So that was it. We've just been getting out and enjoying just, you know, it's been a crazy year, obviously. And the whole COVID thing has stopped us from traveling. It's a family. It's, you know, through through a wrench in some of our plans several times. It's like, so now I'm just trying to, even if I only can get away for a day or two, trying to get out in nature and uh, get out of the house, you know. Or, or out of the business, you know, I'm just su- super busy right now too. So I, I'm running out of time in the day. So <laughs> I got a lot going on. So yeah. and like every day I run out of time, I'm like, oh, I didn't get this done or I needed to get this done. I have a lot going on with different businesses and just hustling, man, hustling, training a lot. I trained last week. That was probably the hardest I've trained since I returned back in but September, October from my injury. So, you know, I've been ramping it up, but also conservative at times, but I went and trained more this last week and I just, I had a lot of hard rolls and I felt really good. So I was just going hard is, you know, I was pushing it. So my knee's a little bit sore. <laughs> then I went and hiked, uh, you know, devil's bridge. So I was, especially in the ice, you know, I had good shoes on, but I'm yeah. like, Every step, I was making sure I, you know, had some good footing. What, yeah, have had to have good footing because I was like, oh man, I don't want to screw up my knee anymore. So, and today, you know, I didn't 
train and I said I was going to rest, but then I've been up and down a ladder in my house all day long doing work on, on the walls and stuff. And so I'm <laughs> just like, I got to give my knee a break. It's, it's kind of sore. So, but we'll see. Nice man. Well, we got a, we got yeah. a dusting of snow around here too. So yeah, got, I could say that. Yeah. We got, we got quite a, quite a dusting. Yeah. Like so a, we, a heavy dusting. Yeah. Heavy dusting. Dump. Yeah. How many inches so, did you get? You know, here at my house, we're, uh, I think we're right around 18, 18 inches. Damn. Just over like yeah. a day or two. Oh days. yeah. It was, you know, during the, the first, this, they were talking about this storm and it was like, at first it was like, it's going to roll in Friday and, uh, and then they kind of pushed it back. It's going to be Friday night. And then. You know, it was just, they kept bumping it back a little bit. And then Saturday comes and, uh, you know, it starts, it starts, it starts snowing a little bit and then it starts coming down a little bit more. And I'm like, I don't know. This doesn't seem like snowpocalyptic type, mm-hmm. type snow. Went to bed, woke up the next morning and it was, Deep. it had, it had really, it it had really kicked it up, so it was it was deep and it was super heavy, yeah. Um, really like really wet snow. So, um, spent all Sunday digging out, helping some other people dig out. I'm still not fully. I've got a path to the to the to this office. Front front uh, walkways are done, um, but other than that, it's just it really is. It's just trenches. Wow. So hoping it melts off here pretty quick. That's crazy. So yeah, we got, we got a little dusting. March snow. Yeah. March. It's Colorado for you. It is, man. They say that around here that March is the snowiest month of the year. So. Oh, really? This, yeah, this, they're kind of lived up to it. I got some neighbors that they, they do a lot of, they go and do a bunch of like backcountry stuff. Mm -hmm. So he's looking to get out this this weekend nice so yeah i would love that if i was in colorado i'd be i'd be getting out in the woods i think a lot it's so beautiful yeah it is pretty beautiful i like i like doing hikes and stuff as cross training it's one of my favorite things to do if i can get out just push yourself out there and you know because you can get a good a great workout in oh yeah depending depending on the trail you know yep and I just think it's good because you're always trying to stabilize everything. Yeah. um, Stay moving. Yeah, exactly. It it is a real, and from a recovery standpoint, it is a good recovery, Mm -hmm. recovery day kind of workout, you know? Yeah. It's like active recovery type. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, I had a busy week. So that was part of it. Trained four times. Jujitsu three strength training and climbed a mountain. So <laughs> it's a, that's put in some work. That's a lot. Yeah. And yeah. On top of working my jobs and stuff. So here nice. we are. That was, that's something we could talk about though, is, you know, I got to thinking all that training and for me, that's a lot. Um, for someone else, maybe not so, you know, and it's a topic we wanted to dis- discuss at some point on the podcast. So we could talk about it today, but it's like, uh, what, you know, you have to develop when you're doing all these things, doing jujitsu cross training into something else, whether it's strength training or whatever you do, you know, you're, you're hiking, you're out doing exercises, you're a runner as well. It's like, you have to find a good balance between all of these, you know, all of your interests really, you know, mm-hmm. and have a healthy relationship with training, especially jujitsu, you know, um, because even me, like I had been going pretty consistently, like three time, three classes a week, you know, and I do, I do a study outside of the gym throughout the week, but in terms of roles and stuff, last week I went for, uh, four mornings, four classes and trained pretty hard in all those classes. And it's like, when you do that, you get on this role, like I'm on this role where I feel really good out there and feel feeling really technical and everything's coming together. It's just one of those times for me. And 
I want to keep going like every day. So I'm having to start thinking, okay, what do I have to pull back on here versus, you know, it's like, if, if I have, if I start going to jujitsu, let's say four times a week, I'm going to have to maybe lessen on the strength training. Um, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. typically average, I'm doing maybe three days of each every week. So out of seven days, I usually do three, three strength training workouts and three jujitsu. That's what I've been doing for the last few months. Going more jujitsu. I feel like I want to do that now, but it's like something's got to give because for me, I just know my own body and stuff. And I have to be able to do all of these other things or do them all in conjunction with one another without tearing my body up or getting burned out or, you know, basically that's it right now. It's me, my knees a little sore. So it's like, okay, this week I'm going to have to at least pull back a little bit, you know, maybe take some easier rolls. I'll take some rolls off and, or is what I meant. Um, have easier rolling days, stuff like that. So, but that's just me, you know, I got to talking about, I was talking in class, uh, to a couple of the guys the other day and it's like I trained with this younger guy and he's he's uh he's a white belt but he's he's pretty much a blue belt he should be a blue belt he's really good you know for he's not he's way better than a white belt <laughs> so he's t- <laughs> he's a tough role you know so and um you know why though because he's he goes all the time you know and I'm sitting here telling everybody I'm like yeah, I went four times this week you know and this kid's like I asked him the other day and I was like how much how much you train he's like now, probably like two or three times a day. And I'm like, whoa. It's like, damn, dude. You know, it's like yeah. for a split second there, I thought he was, I didn't think he was going to say a week because I knew he trained a lot. But I'm like, Jesus, three times a day. And he does, you know, and it's like, even our coach, Josh, he was, he was telling, his name's Jacob, but he's telling him, man, don't get burned out. And it's like, if you don't get burned out, you're going to get really good really quick. Yeah. You know, so. And he, that's what he's progressing pretty quickly, you know? I mean, he's still got a lot yeah. to put in the time, you know, yeah. to get, to get technical and all that. But, you know, it's, it's not just some new guy, you know, some new white belt, you know, he's, I think, and I, if I'm not mistaken, he's got three or four stripes. He's been training a while, but he's rolling really good. You know? Nice. Puts up a good challenge for guys. So my point is, is having that, you know, having a healthy relationship with jujitsu, that's kind of on the other spectrum, you know, it's like maybe not on the other spectrum, but here you have a younger guy. He's full of piss and piss and vinegar in my mind. You know, he just wants to get every class he can. And I appreciate that. I wish I could do that at this yeah. point. You know, I wish my yeah. body could hold up um, more power to him, you know, but uh, you know, how long can you sustain that? going forward and it, you know, you're talking, it's going to be age dependent, uh, goal driven, you know, yeah. are you a competitor? You, you know, we talked about a friend we had who's extremely competitive, always in it to compete, maybe losing a little bit of the fun, taking a little bit of the fun out of the everyday roles because you're so focused. So I think that's a good thing we can just chat about today is just having a healthy relationship in terms of your training and it's going to be very self-specific, but maybe we can talk about a couple different instances and, you know, people can relate to whether it's the guy that trains too much and he's training competitions or, or the guy that's a white belt that wants to learn everything and he's just go, 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 go. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, to put it, uh, another piece of the context together for the listeners, I had a conversation with somebody, um, that I know, or I guess both, both of us know, and um we got to, into a conversation talking about um we were we were just talking kind of general jujitsu stuff and um he we're in different places now different in uh, different ways he is a pretty new black belt and i asked him you know just what's your experience being a black belt? And he started off, he's saying it it took a lot of pressure off of him. And he was so focused on competition and he was so focused on, um, just competing all the time. And I, 
I kind of thought about that because we trained, he and I had trained quite a bit together. And um, I was like, man, I don't know that there's a competition that this guy didn't do. Like, I can't remember him ever taking a competition off. Yeah. He was doing the master's cups. He was doing, he was doing all, he did all the majors. He did all the local stuff. Um, he traveled, he went, he did the whole like Southern California circuit. Um, I can't remember any competition that he didn't do. And that was just his focus. That was all he was training to do. Right. And he had, he, you know, he, said, well, it took a lot of the pressure off. If I don't get, you know, if I don't get to do Masters Worlds this year at Black Belt, I'm going to get to do Masters Worlds next year at Black Belt. Mm-hmm. He was very concerned with, well, I only get X amount of cracks at Masters Worlds or pans at Purple Belt, or I only get this many cracks at these competitions at Blue Belt. And now he's like, I get infinite number of cracks. At, because he's a black belt now, is black what you're belt. saying. He's and um he followed kind of that stuff up with uh doesn't matter how he doesn't really matter how he rolls, he doesn't it's so much less pressure of uh getting tapped. And then on top of that, he was you know, he kind of told me he was like, you know, you have always had better um a better healthier relationship with, with jujitsu. And he was like, you know, you were, you would come in, you'd train hard for competition. And then when it was done, you'd go back to training for fun. And he, it almost kind of felt like he didn't feel like he had trained so much for fun during the colored belt phases. Right. And, um, so I guess it got me reflecting a little bit of, I mean, I've had fun in jujitsu and I've felt pretty good about the competitions and yeah. stuff. And I would say he's pretty, pretty accurate. I'd go in, I'd train hard mm-hmm. for competitions, the stuff that I'm going to do. And then it was right back to either having fun or I'm trying to develop something or, or both. And, mm-hmm. um, so it got me thinking, what is a healthy relationship with jujitsu? And I think that's a largely, in, um, it's again, it's a personal, yeah, it's a personal thing, you know, cause yeah, that for totally. me, I was so focused for me. I was so focused on, uh, you know, this, at that time I was in school and that had its own academic rigor that was, uh, associated. So I was just happy to be training three or four days a week and, yeah. um, and training hard at like a, a school with a lot of competitors and getting great training. Um, and then I would do some local stuff every now and again, and then I'd do master's worlds. And that for me, um, was a healthy relationship and still is like my business stuff is, uh, my big focus right now and developing that and, um, you know, and then I'll, I'll probably do one or two of the majors this year and, um, probably call it good, you know, nothing, nothing super crazy, but I just don't have the time to dedicate to full-time yeah, anything else because I mean, at the end of the day, I know, I know where I am in jujitsu and it's, I'm, you know, I like to train hard. I can be yeah. a tough role for, for people, but I'm not a world beater by any means. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all, it's all in what you're doing it for and why you're training and what your purpose is and why you're even competing, you know, I'm yeah. more along I'm like you, you know, I'm, I do jujitsu just to train on the daily, you know, and learn and learn a skill set, and someday be well-rounded, a well-rounded black belt. I could care, you know, yep. if it takes me forever to do that, I'd rather be in a position where for me, it's, it's not like tournament success. You know, some people, they hang their whole hat on their advancement by tournament success, Yeah, you know? Um, for me, that's not what it is, you know? Yeah. It's great to challenge yourself. And that does mean something. Those are the tough, those are the people that are putting it on the line, you know, putting themselves out there. And if you do good in tournaments, you, you can do it, you know, you're, that's what it's about. Right. Mm -hmm. But you know, you, you're still showing skill in the gym. You're, you're having hard roles. It's, it's just what, what do you want out of it? You know, for me, I'm just. I just have to have a healthy balance between training and my health 
I, I do it because it helps keep me healthy, number one. But you know, if you train, if you're training too much, I, I'm 46 years old, so I have to. I can't. I can't. I don't have the same RPMs as some people, and I don't have the same capacity to do the heavier work. You know. Yeah. And I feel I'm in some of the best shape of my life. Don't get me wrong, but the body sometimes says otherwise in terms mm-hmm. of soreness and war, war, being worn out. You know. Um, so for me and, and, and for you as well, it's not that extreme tournament focus like the, our, you know, like our, our, uh, our friend that we have in common that you're talking about that person probably every time they went into most of their training sessions, you know, it was very dialed in very Mm -hmm. competitions specific, at least in that person's mind, you know, that's what, Mm -hmm. that's the difference here is that that's why it's almost so it's it's so self-specific so there there's literally thousands of different instances here you know we could talk to everyone yeah. that have a unique a unique situation and a unique balance and relationship with jujitsu um is it our friend that you know he he felt like he you know i don't i don't want to put words in his mouth but it sounds like he said you know maybe i didn't have some of the fun that you were having that could also be the gym dependent, dependent on the vibe, yeah. right? I mean, I personally know some of those times he was coming up. That person, he was in a, a he would train in the class that had mostly competitors, so mm-hmm. there probably wasn't as much. Definitely not at times there wasn't as much. Hey, let's just shoot the shit. Let's take this round off. Let's hang out. Let's go through the moves. You know, that that can be completely different for everyone. You know. Um, Maybe you're rolling two, three times hard rolls. Maybe you've rolled four or five times and you're done rolling for the day. And then the next two or three rounds, you're just chilling with your butt. You're going through moves. You're, hey, is this, you know, you're you're shitting shit on the mats. Um, Maybe they didn't have that because he was going to competition-based classes where it was like, there's no time for that, you know? Mm -hmm. It's boom, boom, boom. We're doing this and you're getting, you're probably just leaving afterwards because you're so exhausted. So again, though. That's going to be specific to the person, specific to the gym environment. Some people's training, whole training experience is nothing but that. Maybe they're at a higher level, you know, very competitive gym. And that's like, you know, you might have like a a certain class, maybe the 6 p.m. class at your gym is the most competitive one. That's where all the competitors are. That's going to be a different vibe and you're going to have a different experience than go into another class that might not be like that, right? Or, mm-hmm. or maybe an intro class. So totally different across the board. But I think you just have to, for the listeners, you have to kind of like, and everyone's going to experience this, right? Everyone experiences this, is if you keep training for a certain amount of time, you have to develop that relationship with how much can I train? And that could be how much can my body take? How much can my mental take? But it can also be, how much am I willing to not train? Mm-hmm. Cause that that's a big thing too, because, and what I mean by that is I, I know people that only pop into the gym, maybe once a week, once or twice a week. And then when you don't see them a week, maybe you see them again in a couple of weeks, you know? So those yeah. are, there are people that train like that. So for me, maybe those people are like, they're trying to hold on, you know? Yeah. I, I, in some ways, you know, I want to, I want to do jujitsu, but I just can't. And that's okay. Like, but they have to be accepting of that. And maybe that's their comfort zone. Most of the time though, we're going to be talking about people that are on the other end of the spectrum where they want to train all the time. Whether it's the young kid that I told you about that's training two, three times a week, every day, boom, 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 boom. You know, what's his goal? I don't know. It'd be a good question for me to ask him, you know, are you, you just, and probably just wants to get better faster, you know? Yeah. I and mean, that's what it is. It's like, or, or it could just be, I'm loving it. My body can handle it. I'm young. I'm putting in the work. I'm learning so much. Yeah. Like it's, I love that. <laughs> I wish I started at his age, you know? And I, yeah, can, no kidding. I had that, um, opportunity to push it like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, I mean, to your point and, and to kind of go back and, rehash kind of what you said it and things change like not just with age but you come in 
which for me, I can only speak from my experience. That is, uh, for me, that is healthy. Uh, like I have a competition, I have a focus, I have a drive, and then um, I train for that. And then I I go back into more of like, a, this is just fun. This is just something that I do. For me, not, you know, training once a week or not training at all. That to me is also an unhealthy relationship. Like I, yeah. like I need, I have to have more of that. Yeah. Me training you, five days. Me yeah. personally, me yeah. training. I would train five days a week, but they wouldn't. All my training days would not look the same. Right. Um. You know, five days a week at at training for a competition that is also unhealthy physically mm-hmm. and i mean it's emotionally taxing too because everything that i go through i'm thinking about weight i'm like putting my thinking about strategy and game plan mm-hmm. i'm like in my my training shifts i mean like i know you and i both do this one of the things for the listeners at at our gym is um when come people when when people start competing a lot and competition season kind of comes up one of the things that we kind of all that'll become normal is lots of situational drills, but then also where you're tracking points in your head with your partner who's, you know, um, you know, this you're up by two, you've got a minute left, you're up by two, top person on top needs to hang on, you're in top side control, you need to hang on person on bottom needs to you know recover get a sweep or whatever so then you automatically start tracking points and then everything every training scenario becomes very geared into that and that to me is like if i'm doing that five days a week that also for me is unhealthy i can't i can't maintain that yeah um so i think for me, that's my balance of like, okay, I can only, I know that I can only handle this much at this yeah. intensity and I have to maximize it. And then I have, I have to like go back to, yeah, I have to go back to just having fun. Yeah. Cause it should be like, if it's, if it's not fun, then why the hell are we all doing this at the end of the day? Some people might think that that gold means more than having fun. <laughs> it's <laughs> I mean, it's true it yeah, is true definitely true i mean if you're going if you're going to be competitive like our friend and who won master worlds he did so um yeah. he you know you said it best you're either mental you have to be do- imagine competing that much and i have friends other friends that have are prolific competitors you know Mm -hmm. i've went on two three year runs where they're competing every month like yeah i mean talk about the mental you're just got to be dialed in on the competition scene and and everything about competition you know strategy who you're going against you know the preparation the weight or the weight cut the training there's really not a lot of time to stick in fun time you know yeah uh, even on open mats, you know, you're going to an open mat, you think it's going to be more laid back now, now when you're in that competition mode, because everything is, time is money in a way. It's like, yeah, you know, your sure. time is v- worth something when you're training for a competition, you're just trying to dial it all in. So that's a big part of it, you know? So you have to, I guess, but I think you just develop that. I mean, if you look, if you're, if you've been in it for a couple of years and you're already super gung ho about com- competing every single tournament that comes up, that's your personality. That's what you want to yeah. do. That's your path. You know, now you're just going to have to have, uh, you're gonna have to discover your own best way to manage all of that, all the different, yeah. ex- the extra pressure, um, because there's a lot. And the physical, and the physical, the physical, the physical as well. part, part yeah. of it as well. Yeah. You know, and, be, and competitions and yeah. the way they, they take a toll on you physically. Yeah. The actual matches themselves. Yes. Yeah. They're, 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 they're grind. intense. Yeah. They're always yeah, it's more a fight. intense. Yeah. It's a fight. 
Um, yeah, people are showing up and they're not holding they're not holding back. It's not in the gym, you know. Yeah. You're not tra- you're not fighting your training partner. Yeah. You know, in the gym where you're going to just you're not trying to to finish, you know, or you're not trying I, to finish that hard. Yeah, 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 exactly. Every so, uh I've only ever competed like I started competing after I was 40. Okay. So think about that. I, and I'll be completely honest. Every competition, I'm da- like for four or five days. I just, I'm f- my body's fucked up. <laughs> so you know, yeah. Like that's why it's hard. Like I, I, I would schedule. Like one year, I scheduled. I did nationals, and then it was maybe it was a month later. It was was this the, World, the year the the elbow one? At nationals, no, this is no. like before okay. that. Gotcha. Um. the one summer I competed where I was like two weeks later, I did like one, two weeks after I'm like, and I kind of learned, even though I wanted to do that, having, you know, I felt good about competition. The first one was nationals. And I went to do like a local one, two or three weeks later. And I just, I just remember after nationals, it was, um, it was seriously, it was like, cause I just had two hard, super hard fights and, it was like the hardest I ever had to fight. Like it was crazy, you know, it was like that amped up. So I just remember being so sore for, mm-hmm. it's, I don't even remember what the little injuries, they weren't injuries, but they were, you know, it was hardcore. Like I was, Oh my God, I can't even train. I couldn't get back into the gym for a few days. So that's yeah. also something you have to consider when you're older is like that recovery time is way different. Yeah. Like I know younger guys, they'll, they have will and have competed every week of one month, like four tournaments, mm-hmm. you know, guys that travel and do that, that type of stuff. Like um, it's, but for me, I was always having to be like, okay, I have to, after every competition, there's a little bit of downtime to recoup my body. Then I have to start training again if I have another competition. So you're going to have to figure those things out as well. You know, that's another huge pressure. If you're competing is finding a balance with your, you know, having that healthy relationship with your jujitsu and your, what you're doing out there, whether if it's competition, but also the competition takes a toll and you can, you, you know, you're, you got to balance injuries and that's, that's just so, it's just so much. So it It does make sense that our friend would say that, you know, yeah, that's a lot to go through. It really is. I mean, it's a completely different experience in jujitsu, more power to the person, you know, and, I, yeah, his, I, his I, crazy. Yeah, his. I mean, his competition results are impressive. I mean, he. Oh, he's super good. He's yeah. super talented, and I always, you know, I always respected him for for that work and it, the way he developed. And I mean, he he was just. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, honestly, he was just a horse. He's just a horse of a human, and I mean, he's yeah. you know, in general. But yeah, then seeing him come up in the competition scene, super impressive. Yeah. Um, and so it really, for him to kind of share that with me um, about just a health, having healthy jujitsu yeah. relationships or age healthy jujitsu relationship, I was. I was kind of blown away. I was, I was kind of shocked that, um, yeah, it was almost like he had felt like when he got his black belt, that his relationship became so much healthier hmm. because it was just the, the pressure. pressure was, was gone. Yeah. So, and I just, I thought that it's, was pretty interesting, but it's just the pressure he put on himself, you know? Yeah. So that's all yeah. it is. But yeah, you got some insight into somebody else's psyche. Yeah. Really. Um, you know, on the flip side of that, let's talk about the other extreme. Um, I have a friend that been training with us for a few years. Um, he, throughout COVID, he he runs his own business. Um, he has to be there. You know, it's it's a serious, like, legitimate business where he's he's the person people go and see. Okay, so. His whole thing is, uh, first of all, COVID came, so he had to be very careful with that type type of guy. Like if he got sick or whatever, can't he can't be away from his business. You know, he's just got to got to keep it together. Um, blue belt, 
guy uh, studied a lot. Like the last couple of years, he would work on moves with me. I know he was studying outside the gym. Not, maybe not a lot, but you know, he would come in and hey, I watched this Donaher video or whatever, and you know, he's talking to me about that. So pretty well engaged. COVID comes and he stops training. You know, as a lot of people just stop for a few months anyway, just because we didn't know what was going on. The gym starts coming back. You know, he he, he texts me a couple of times. Hey, are you going back yet? And I told him I was injured. And finally I went back, you know, and going back and forth. And he called me a couple of times. And the last time he called me was a few months ago. And he, uh, I picked up his call and I talked to him for a while. And he's asking me, you know, how's it been? He's hadn't been in the gym for months. Okay. So, um, he had just been like, uh, I don't know. He was like, I think he was kind of looking for some guidance or some kind of like an ear, just somebody to listen to him because it was like, uh, I think he was like struggling with his own relationship with jujitsu, you know? And to be honest, maybe he had a little bit of the blue belt blues. Mm -hmm. So, um. But why I say that is because and I'm not going to mention his name, but because it was a personal, I mean, obviously I'm talking about it here, but it was a personal conversation, but basically he was just, you know, part of it was like jujitsu is tough. You know, he had been injured a couple of times. We all have to fight through that. Right. Um, that's always going to weigh. If, if you're wondering if you could, should keep training jujitsu, that's one of the top reasons why people stop training. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know several people stop training mm-hmm. because of that. Yeah. So being injured, you know, so because you know, as well as I do, it's just the emotional and mental toll it takes when you get an injury and whether it's, I love jujitsu and I got to get back. It's tough to be off the mats or this is really fucking up my outside life. You know, mm-hmm. I busted up my shoulder. I can't do my job now. Like, and I can understand that as well. I have my own business. When I busted my knee up, that was not fun. like trying to, when you can't walk, I have to go to work and walk and do somehow get through this. And so every day is a mental grind. I'm just trying, I didn't have the opportunity to stay home for a couple of weeks and at least get better to where I could walk. You know, I think I took one day where I had someone work for me where I literally couldn't walk. And it was like, okay, I'm going to be getting around slow for the next couple of months, you know? Yeah. So for this person, I believe it, it was somewhat of an injury he had, Long story short, he's telling me on the phone and he does mention, you know, um, I'm kind of having like this struggle within myself to whether I want to keep training. And he just came out and said that to me, which no one's ever said that to me before. Like, you know, I obviously know people that stopped training, but I was just kind of blown away also because I just know he was, he's the type, like he seems when he's in class, he's engaged and he really likes it, you know, and he is enjoying it. But maybe just that time away from being away f- with COVID and it's like, can I really get back in there and do this? I know he had, he had an injury that was lasting months at a, you know, the pain. So I had this long discussion. I, I didn't really know. All I could say was, th- I mean, my advice to him was when we got off the phone was, look, you're going to have to do some soul searching, which you're already doing, you know? And, but you need to have jujitsu and this is exactly, and this is a couple months ago when I said this, but exactly what I said, I said, you need to have a healthy relationship with jujitsu. So you have to figure out what that is. If it's coming less, if it's training lighter, um, you know, how, what do you want to get out of it? Right. And, but I ended the conversation saying, even if you leave now, you know, jujitsu is always going to be there for you. And that was really my message. Cause I could tell he was kind of struggling to accept you know he's kind of like yeah he was really on the fence about what he should do you know and we talked about this in blue belt blues and maybe a couple other episodes where we we might have felt like this as we were a blue belt as well it's like yeah you know um i can't remember a lot of specific times but there were a couple of times where i'm just like oh my god it was that white belt for me but i'm like geez this is can i go on with this you know it's Mm -hmm. like Sometimes you just get, you're the nail so much, you know, and you're just yeah. getting so slammed all the time. This guy though, he's uh that wasn't necessarily it for him um, because he's a bigger dude and he had good skill. It wasn't like he was getting smashed or all that, you know, he's a blue belt with 
I think he had a stripe on his belt. So long story short, we get off the phone. I just say, Hey, if you need to talk, let me know. I hope to see you back sometime. But you know, if not, you can always come back to it down the road, you know, don't because you know, the guy's relatively young. It's like, you could come back into, I, you know, and I even said, I was like, dude, you can come back in 10 years and still that you're going to be in a different mindset at that time. Mm-hmm. So don't just count it out forever. That's, I think that's important for people to know, you know, uh, maybe the, at this point in time of your life, it's not right for you, no matter who you are, or maybe it is, it's the perfect time, but it's always going to be there, you know? And it's funny. I've seen a couple people come back recently. Um, one guy, I really haven't even met him yet, but I kind of heard it, overheard his story this last week. He came in to get four stripes on his belt. Hadn't trained in a long time. Like the gi he had on from our gym was like many years ago version. Like I could tell like this guy is old school, but he's not the only one. There's like people coming back now because jujitsu is really, it's blowing up. So these people see it again and they probably realize, Hey, that was a good time of my life. For whatever reason, I fell out of it. You know, I stopped going, whether it's that white belt, blue belt. Um, another another friend of mine was a brown belt and he moved out of away from us in GD and he just posted on his Facebook the other day, got his gi out and stuff. He hasn't trained in like three years, you know? It's like, okay, where's this going? You know, so I see people so you always gotta know, like even if you leave for a while, it's it's gonna be there for you. And in case, in the case of my blue belt friend that called me, I was happy to see maybe a week or so ago he came in. So it was like, I got a huge smile on my face, you know, it had yeah. been a couple months, but he came in and I'm like, okay. And he goes, we, we rolled together and it was like, not even nothing was said, but at the end of the roll, he just said, he, he didn't even ask me a question or anything. He just said, I just had to do some soul searching and that was it. And we like, bump slapped hands and said, thanks for the role, you know, and it was pretty powerful. So I'm hoping to keep seeing him back, but you know, you get these, that's what we're talking about today is yeah. like having that relationship with jujitsu where this shit ain't easy. Okay. This yeah. shit ain't easy it's, to it's, do. <laughs> it's not. So it's so not easy. We take it. We, we don't even realize because we do it and we're in deep, but it, this is a hard fucking thing to do it's on the daily really hard you know a week yeah. in week out week in week out it's a mental grind it's a physical grind you have to mix you have mixed emotions you have to mix the training with your personal lives it's crazy and it's a lot to juggle and it's not normal it's not it's what not. other people yeah. yeah so and you know i i heard this thing a while back it's it's probably cheesy it probably goes around the internet but it 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 kind of uh it kind of the stuff you were saying reminded me of it and it was something to the effect of um at the end of it all like when by the time you get your black belt it's not it's not who's better at jujitsu it's just who's left yeah because and and that couldn't be for that that's that's exactly how it is yeah exactly you know it's it's who's left at the end of it and you know, I've been through several iterations of blue belt blues. Um, yeah. And it has presented itself in different ways. Um, I know, like, there was a point at blue belt where I was just like, I, I was wearing, I had like two, I had, I had like knee supports on both knees and like, I was just hobbled and I would, get out of the training room and i would look at myself uh, have a black eye or something what like why am i doing this like yeah seriously like i'm wearing two neat knee sleeves i've got <laughs> like i'm constantly getting black eyes and this and that and you know for a while when you're new and you're starting to get into it and you compete a, a couple of times and you become really you know, some people become really energized by that and they are competing all the time. Or some people are just energized by jujitsu and they want to go, they want to train as much as they can. But a lot of that stuff goes away 
at some point or another. Yeah. And you have to actually know why you have to dig deep. Why am I, yeah. why am I doing this? And I know, you know, for me, a lot of it's for my mental health. It's the, I don't like, you know, I'll do some kettlebell, light kettlebell stuff and like, um, you know, some cardio stuff. I don't like, I don't enjoy it the way that yeah. I do. No. Jiu-jitsu. It's fun. Um, it's fun. It's skills development. It's character development. You know, um, you know, what, and, you know what a big part of it is? I, th- I don't think we talk about it enough. And it's probably the number one thing why people love it so much is the socialization of it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, because where else are you going or are you and I going where we're socializing like that and you become yeah. friends and you see your friends every day? Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's, that's 100% like, true. People that spend time on the mats, you see those people more than your family sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Like yeah. I have a lot of friends that don't do jujitsu and I, all my jujitsu friends, that's who I see because I'm there every day. Like I'm there all the time and so are they. Yeah. So that's a powerful thing. And I, and I know that's why some people try to hang on. I even know people that train occasionally, but I know they like that part of it. Maybe yeah. they're not, don't want to do the grind. I've, you know, I've had, we've had people leave the gym where they really like the social aspect of it, but they don't want to do the grind. But that is the draw. That's a big part of it. And that's exactly what you're saying. That's why it's so fun is you have that connection. You make these connections with people. Yeah. So there's and no at, better way to learn, you know? No, there's not. And at the end of the, at the end of it all, um, whenever that it is for the individual, when all the, you know, all of the peripheral stuff goes away and, and it becomes like this shit is sucking right now. Yeah. And I'm not sure that I'm going to be going back. Like, um, the individual that called you, like I'm soul searching. That has to be it. Like, is this the, my why worth continuing on? Exactly. That, that really is it. Is it worth? is this worth it? And for me, the answer is always yes. Like jujitsu is worth it. Um, for other people, it's not. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, and it's okay to, if you don't want to go through the grind, may, maybe, you, you know, maybe if you're at a gym that kind of has a little bit of a higher grind rate than some of the other ones, maybe if, if it, if you want it to be, then maybe find a place that is a little bit more that speed yeah. or that's going to allow you to do that with, you know, in a judgment free zone, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, finding a place that it'll kind of allow that to happen while still maintaining it. But that's what it has to, it gets hard. It yeah. gets really hard. And I, I, like I said, I've been through several iterations of, yeah, dude, this is, but, but it's easier for you now, I think to, to kind of wrap, wrap this one up it's like once you do this for this many years you you can better understand your yeah. relationship needs the relationship between you and jujitsu yeah i mean right you're, you're saying that you've went through those iterations most of those are earlier in your career yeah you know for sure for me for me talking to you and knowing what your journey yeah. is um you know and you've been through some ups and downs, you know, you moved away from, you had to move, move leave your gym. I mean, just tons mm-hmm. of stuff, but you were mature enough in your jujitsu journey that you can manage those curveballs. you know? Yeah. It's, it's, and that's why most people that make it past, you know, to purple belt and beyond you're, they're going to have a good, maybe, maybe not the healthiest relationship, but you're going to understand how to tailor your relationship to best suit your journey, right? Yeah. It's yeah. it's the white belt and the blue belt. Those are the people that are struggling with these things a lot of the times. Even though mm-hmm. your friend, you know, our friend was a black belt, that was a different kind of pressure he put on. But I'm talking about, you know, again, we're talking about, let's go back to pe- why most people quit. Yeah. You know, before purple belt, because it's hard as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a grind. It's slow pay. It's, it's slow progression for the most part. 
unless you're one of these guys like my friend that can train two, three times a day, probably going to progress a little bit faster, but um, it's having that maturity in your relationship to know, you know, this is good for me or this is bad. So that takes some time, you know? Yeah. Um, we're going to have different struggles, you and I, than someone else. You know, if, if, if your gym is full with maybe lower belts, higher belts can have a different experience. You know, I, I can say this from experience is like, it's way more fun now because I'm better. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way more fun that I'm, that I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, um, you have to, it's different for me. So I'm managing different things and more, mostly about my bodily injuries and, and how yeah. I can, you know, it's not for me, it's not like a mental juggle at all. I do jujitsu every day because I, yeah. at this point in my career, I can go in and hang with anyone, you know, at least give people tough roles if people are better than me, you know, yeah. or at least, you know, know what to stay out of and have some skill and p- give people a good role. I mean, that's really what it's about. I mean, yeah, yeah. there's, there, there's guys that can come in and just wipe the floor with me. But I can also do that with other people, you know? So it's like, you have to find when you're a higher belt, I'm brown belt. So I've been doing this for over eight years. I, you know, for me, it's just, it's fun. It's managing the, at my age, it's managing, really just managing my body and how much I can train. Cause I love to train and I love teaching people. I love the back and forth. Um, for me personally, if I'm going to step outside my comfort zone, it's competition. I'm very mm-hmm. comfortable in the gym. I can talk with people. I've taught some classes. Like I love all that. For me personally, taking it to the next level would be a competition to do. But I, I'm never going to be the. Con- I shouldn't say never. At this point, where I'm at, I'm not the every month competitor. Yeah. Now, but I'm always. You always have to think though. It. I. My situation could change. In two years, three years, maybe I. Maybe I'm. I free up a lot of my free, I get some more free time. I have more people working for me or I, I don't have, let's say I didn't have my businesses and I was in a different situation. Maybe I would totally get into competition and I'd be competing a lot more. Yep. It's not, it's never like a set thing. No, that's what I was saying. It changes. Yes. It It always changes throughout your, you know, you have to be able to man ride those waves of momentum of personal growth. Um, the downtime, you know, the times when you feel like you're not learning much, um, a lot harder at the white and blue belts because you're you're not understanding a lot of the jujitsu in general, but also you're having to manage all of these emotions. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's what we all do on the road to black. You know, it, it really is. is. I mean, that's it. Really is. Every, that's everyone's journey, and and it. You know, I'm sure it's like that in other sports too, but jujitsu especially we become addicted to it. It's a very social game that we play. Um, you want to spend time with the people you're training with, you know, you're happy to, if you're in a good environment, that's what it's about, you know, yeah. I and mean, you become friends with, obviously that's, it's a great community that way. We talked about that last week, but man, it's, it's always, it's always, you got to always manage that. You yeah. got to manage it. So I'm I'm fortunate now. I'm in a super good mental spot with it. Like I've never felt better learning and teaching and knowing technique. And I feel like I can really pull stuff. Stuff's coming to me much faster yeah. on the mats. Yeah. Um, but I've been putting in a lot of work and stuff. I not a lot. I shouldn't say that. I'm so busy. I actually recently I'm like I haven't done in the last month or so any ex. I shouldn't say any. I look at a lot of Instagram videos. I have a whole system of like saving stuff that I, so it's not that I'm not doing that, but for me at this point, I'm, I want to get to a point where I'm studying maybe an hour or two a week, just on putting together programming for myself. Yeah. That's what it is. It's programming for myself. The problem is, is we all know for a guy like me, if I'm going three, four classes a week, that's very limited time. You can Mm -hmm. install these things into your game. So. I have to try to find that balance where I can go as much as I can without getting too sore or too beat up. And, and for me, and I know a lot of our listeners are masters age people, thirties, forties, same thing. If you're getting up there in age and you're feeling that I know because I own chill fit cryo and I have a lot of, a lot of guys, my age, 
using cryotherapy to hold it together and keep their bodies right. That's all you can do is find that balance. For me, if I'm going to start going maybe one more, one extra time a week, maybe every day won't be intense rolls. Yep. That's, that's, and and I don't care. I don't mind saying that either. So I'll tell guys at this point in my class, I, you want to, if you want to roll, let's flow. Let's work on some technique. Let's, in my mind, we don't do enough flow. Like, I think it's always good to do a lot of flow rolling. If you look at these high level guys like Gordon Ryan, um, these guys are always flowing. If you notice that when they're training, and especially all the leg lock guys, Craig Jones, like, if you ever watch their roles, it's a lot of technique flow, you know? So you can learn a lot from that. Older guys don't go out there and just try to smash. And it's just, it, no, it's not man, sustainable. It, dude, it's, I've talked about this before on so many, a, a bunch of times, man, training, yeah. like load management and training, like it can't be all a hundred percent all the time. And it's hard, even for the pros, man, I'm like, um, you know, so Joel Jamison is one of the guys I've, I've done, uh, work with him and, um, you know, his, his structure, the way he, t- he, and he does like, uh, mighty mouse Johnson's all his strength and conditioning, all that stuff. Um, you know, he has different classifications of days yeah. where he'll have like a really heavy day early in the week, a really heavy day late in the week. And those are the only two days. These are for pros. The only two days that they're, that they're doing actual heavy sparring two days yeah. a week, two days a week. Mighty mouse Johnson was doing heavy sparring. That is it. Yeah. And that dude was the guy for a long time. Yeah. And it, so what is he doing is he's doing these other things. He's doing high intensity drilling yeah. Um, he's doing stuff like that to manage his training loads so that he's healthy for the long duration. It's not that he's not getting skills work in. He's getting yeah. lots of skills work. It's just he's taking the intensity yeah. down a little bit to manage it throughout the whole week. And it, you know, it it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing to tell somebody. Yeah. So if you're an older guy, they don't have to all be <laughs> killer training yeah. days. But those are fun. <laughs> you know they are they are uh, there's been a lot of times where i'm like let's start slow let's flow and <laughs> this shit don't work <laughs> it gets yeah. intense and it's fun and you know it is what it is you know it's the fun of jujitsu you know let's let's save that topic for let's save that uh idea for another episode you know talk about load management in one of these upcoming episodes we can both talk about that you have a ton yeah. of experience that's what you do is basically yeah program program that type of stuff for people um we all have to find that especially you know if you're you know if you're starting out i i see a lot of people you know white and blue belts you're only in it for a little bit you got to find that you got to find what works for you and it's going to take a few years to do that and yeah you're always molding you're always riding that wave just be open to change, you know. You got to be open to change and be smart about it. It's all about the long game, you know. It's uh, you want to be here. That I literally look at it that way now, yeah. you know. And and it goes everything from tapping to a heel hook to training too much in a week. You know, it's like yep. for me, it's on my mind. If I don't want to wreck my knee, I, it's much more. I'll I don't I'll give up my pride. I'll tap early and tap often so that I can train another day. Like yeah. that is. Now, if you're in competition mode, like our friend, that wasn't going to be the case. Yeah. So you have to figure that out. What, what's best for you. That was a good topic, man. Let's, uh, let's wrap it up with that. We, next week we are going to announce our first guest, which is exciting. We'll have a guest in a couple couple weeks, hoping to have somebody pop on here once a month, give you guys a little bit of different viewpoint from. Uh, everyone from white belts to black coaches, competitors, a little bit of everything, you know, cause that's what the road to black is about. We want to talk about people's experience on their way to black belt, whether they're there already or not. Um, you guys can look forward to that. I think people are going to like our first guest. Yeah. I so like we'll, him. Yeah. He's, he's a great guy. Uh, that's it, man. Let's, uh, if you guys would 
man, we could really use, if you guys are enjoying the show, go give us a review. Follow us on social media, YouTube, uh, subscribe on YouTube. Definitely review our podcast. You know, we won't hold it against you if it's just an average review, but give us a five-star review. For sure. I'm going to say something. So, so real quick, we got our, Paul, I don't know if you saw it. We got our first comment on YouTube this last week <laughs> from Spain. So if that's wow. you, thank okay. you so much. Appreciate. Uh, Definitely. We'll keep up the, we'll keep up the good work, but thank you for, uh, thanks for the comment. First comment. And, uh, what a big deal. And we are yeah, living uh, up in the world. We are. We are. So we've been on YouTube only for not very long. So it was, uh, I was pretty excited about that. Hey, you know, well, we're only getting better. We've just been doing episode 23. Here we go. All right, Wes, anything else? I got nothing. All right, guys, have a safe week training and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the road to black podcast. Once again, please support our sponsors the BJJ Physio. Contact Wes. He'll hook you up with some customized programming for your game. Take it to the next level. Therapy, performance, the BJJ Physio. Also, Roll Union Jiu-Jitsu. Check out the latest styles, Jiu-Jitsu, casual wear, training gear. Check them out, RollUnion.com. Follow on Instagram, at RollUnion. Thanks again for listening, everyone, and we will see you next time.